we're artless. Oh, well, let's slow down. Slow your roll <laughs> we, for a second. <laughs> hip, hip, hooray. Oh, lame. We had a technical difficulty, and Art is on assignment. <laughs> but to be honest, he's probably best. He was on assignment. He was That's on why assignment. he's not here in person. Exactly. So why are you guys clowning? I'm not. No, we're not. I'm saying what's, what's happening. I don't know. You were laughing at him, Art. I mean, Art? Lane. <laughs> Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. <laughs> I'm Lane. I'm Warren. I'm Brian. And this is a Thursday edition. This it is. We missed last week. It was a Friday edition. That's true. I don't think many people noticed. No. Kind of slid it under the radar. Some wow. people yelled at us on uh, Insta. Did they? Well, Kyle was like, my Friday morning commute is going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But uh, hopefully it was worth it. Our uh, buddies at Sharkworks were great hosts. Yeah, those were fun podcasts. That was really fun. For sure. Super cool. I mean, I met those guys briefly a couple times, but to really hang out and get their perspective on things. Uh-huh. I love how no matter what level you get to in this world of cars, whether it's, you know, you're in the high, you know, mm-hmm. high fancy, highfalutin car world or Sharkworks who deals with this really super niche thing of nerdy Porsche world. They're still into fucking, you know, yeah. Volkswagen Vanagans. James and- is building these, like, crazy 4.1 liter Metzger engines, and then he's driving uh, that little shitty electric Kui- car. Kui- Kui- <laughs> or something. The Khaleesi. Yeah. Um, yes, that is and Pans- uh, Pinsgauer. Pinsgauer, yeah. Uh, anyways, I, I really like that. I appreciate yeah, that. And we were too. nerding out on his, he has a 904 Beck uh, yeah, we didn't replica. Even talk about that. It's so well built too. It's not your typical fiberglass, just molded thing. And mm-hmm. uh, so Lane and I were kind of looking at it. But earlier, James and I were talking about motors because it doesn't have an engine in it. And he was saying, "It's like I don't know what to put in it and stuff." It's just interesting because he's the guy when yeah. it comes to motors at Sharkworks. But then you have this kind of interesting project that you can go a number of different ways. And he was, he's kind of like us, like kind yeah. of a little hesitant to go all in on something and. Um, think about options and stuff. It's just cool. You know, you'd think that you get to that point and you're just kind of cocky about it. And those guys are the opposite. No, and James is super cool and he's stoked about it. And he brought me into the back room to show me pictures of his old 914 on the wall. Oh yeah. Stuff, nice. You know? like, Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No. And Dan was super cool and showing, he was like totally nerding out on the van again with yeah. Brian and I, and, and we were kind of looking at it and he's like, Oh, let me open it. Let me open it. We'll look inside. Oh no, no, it's fine. It's fine. He like took the extra time to kind of like check it all out he and popped the top for us yeah, yeah i got it and popped the roof yeah, up yeah, yeah. and um yeah he's pretty pretty stoked on that Dude, thing that vanigan picture on insta got a ton of light it must yeah, be the photographer i think so he is great <laughs> <laughs> that perspective it's a, I it's, know. A, it's perspective you don't see off there <laughs> he took a long time to set that shot up yeah. too i was there yep he was like get out of my light all, all the crowd had to you know i had to wait for everyone to move out of the That's way right. all had to evacuate yeah, it's the pebble beach yeah. syndrome great you, photo you have to wait 1800 likes guys like, i'm proud of you <laughs> brian has not been happier <laughs> uh, this is his happiest moment I don't always post photos, but when I do... No, I don't always post good photos. <laughs> but when I post a decent one, it might get a lot of likes. Yeah, I don't. I, I blame the subject on that one. Shall we uh, go to our old Instagram followers? Me as well. Some gram questions. So there was someone here that said that uh, there's a direct message, but I'm going to pass that one. There is. I can bring that oh, up yeah. if you'd like. Uh so it was um, a follow-up to a question that uh, he actually asked a couple weeks ago. Okay, we're going really deep. And uh, and this is Constant Cycles. That's true. His name is Constant Cycles. David and he's Lakowitz. Right here. And his first question was about uh, the fact that he has a 2010 Jetta TDI Cup, which will be bought back by VW. Should I pick up something under 16K? Um, E46 three series touring without warranty and have cash left over for maintenance or get a new car with a warranty and a car payment mark seven gti question mark we asked him you know what what kind of distance are you going all this kind of stuff um you know what are your family what's your family situation and i and i think brian wrote this we nerd out pretty hard around here no that wasn't me Oh, really? Okay, maybe it was art. art. So no, that, he, could, that could have been me. He put a link to an E46 Touring up for his consideration. They said his commute is 10 miles each way 
of two-lane roads, not much stop and go. Beautiful commute, um, 10 miles. Yeah, and no, not, not much stop and go, so yeah. just a nice little country road or something. That's country road. It almost doesn't even count as a commute. And then he said, uh, uh, wife and I are planning a kid currently and have one dog, 70-pound black lab. <laughs> Wait, um, how many pounds? 70 pounds. Thank you. We will have another dog before the year's <laughs> end. Don't give me dog stats. Yeah? So, Two dogs. Well, and, no, it's important. What kind of car he needs? Uh, I know. I mean, we almost need to know, but does he have bicycles? He, uh, hey, did you ask about bicycles? I did. Because he said, I rode bike a lot, oh. so would like to easily transport a bike in the car. That's also, awesome. Also, love wagons for their utility and, quote unquote, sportiness. I'm pretty mechanically inclined as well. I don't know. This all all uh, systems point to minivan for me. <laughs> He's saying wagon, but I think what he really means is minivan. That's a hard sell. That's a really yeah, hard sell. E46 wagon sounds like a good one, or E92, or yeah. E90 wagon, E91. whatever that is. E91. So he's getting rid of the TDI cup. Yep. He said 16K with money left over for repairs, so I wonder how much VW is going to give him for that. I think they're giving him 16K for a cup. Okay. I think they get a little more than we do. We get like 13 or something like that. So he's not going to have it. If he spends 16K, he's not going to have money left over for repairs. I mean, maybe he has Let's a little just, extra money or something. Yeah. So in general, 16K. Uh, so I guess the question is, do you want to buy something pretty new and more modern that doesn't require a lot of upkeep or something cheap, like a $6,000 5 Series manual wagon? Like an E39 or something? Right, yeah. but you need three grand in the bank at all times because mm -hmm. that's what you need um but that's you fine just, you go at it right away and you do a lot of the little yeah and you just enjoy it and you kind of tinker with it um he says he's mechanically inclined five series wagons are sweet what about little suvs maybe even like a vintage ish suv i mean yeah you can do a land cruiser he could basically yeah. do anything because 10 mile commute you're not really worried about mpgs and if you road bike then you always have a backup <laughs> right you just <laughs> bike land, to work land cruiser for dogs you got full down rear seats a little if you're taller really for a bike too yep mm, not as fun to drive that 10 miles if oh, it's, we don't it's know where it lives fun. do we there's no fun happening in a land cruiser like driving wise it's off-road adventures fun it's comfortable but, it's yeah. up high solid feeling but slow. Yeah, you're you're slow and just cruising um and also to be honest value wise you're it's hard to find good land cruisers that aren't basket cases that's true for decent money it's like well yeah, if you get a later one like danny george has those are though you can get those pretty cheap yeah i mean I guess, relatively you can get a nice one for 10 it's I think. getting harder to find them though they're yeah. getting beat up in high miles and but yeah so that'd be a, that would be an option i like a five series six cylinder Manual wagon. So E39? Or, yeah. Or E39. Yeah. Because even E60. Yeah, if you're into that styling. Five series wagon. A little bit and more And they actually look best in wagon form, I think. The E60. Yeah. Hard to find manuals in those. those easier. Kind of flows. That's true. E39s are easier. But, uh, yeah. E39, like 528i wagon or yep. 530i. And yeah. you can find manuals? Yeah. Yeah. Manuals are out there. Um, and get the sport package. Yeah, really and cool low view. mileage, you have to pay up for those. On Bring a Trailer, they've been bring, bringing pretty good money. It seems like every month there's a nice E39 wagon manual for some reason. Do you um, remember what they're going for? They're going for like 15 Okay. Yeah, but he'd be right in there if you wanted to get a nice one. Yeah. That's like, I think those are 60,000 miles. Like, I mean, E46 wagon's cool. He was talking about that. Or uh, small. E6, or, you know, like uh, E... 91 you said is the wagon yeah and that you'd be kind of pushing money wise like uh getting a, a decent one yeah where's yeah and it, i don't know where he lives but there's all-wheel drive options on that e90 wagon yeah so yeah those are options and we don't know if he has another fun car or anything no i, I don't think he mentioned that no we don't and uh it's a, too bad that the japanese don't make good wagons i mean they make the acura yeah, the TSX TL wagon. and the TSX wagon. Or is it TSX? TSX wagon. Yeah. It's the only wagon. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's no other real... They used to make the Honda Accord wagon, the Camry wagon. Yeah. Those were kind of sweet. Kind of funky looking. Kind of funky, but, yeah. but they were totally usable. I don't know. I'm trying to picture... Uh, there's there like uh, vintage videos of... Uh, what's that little race they do in France? The Tour de France? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and they have the support vehicles with like major roof racks. Yes. Like so, there's yes. like every fifteen bikes on all the top. On of like the, the, on the top. Yeah, on the Peugeot. Stuff? Yeah, yeah. And so they've got all like the stickers on the side. Super cool. And, you know, bikes hanging off the back, and then there's yeah. a motorcycle guy following. And it'd yeah. be funny to just get that make make a a tribute. Tour de France wagon with yeah, bikes on it and trip yeah. to cars and coffee. But I'm always picturing like the Mercedes wagons, but those are all automatics. There, um, but you could you could have fun in like I mean you could get a Mercedes wagon that would be yeah. kind of fun too, I mean, like an E class or something. You like can a, go old TE or whatever the the early or like a W110 E class mm -hmm. the the dual headlight one. Yep, you can probably find one of those pretty cheap. Yeah, and if you're into diesels and stuff, those those are pretty good. They bring good money. But it's not really going to be a fun, nah. like driving while awesome type. It's more of, of like an. It's analog, a second car, analog, just transportation. It would be a decent commuter yeah. for that short commute if you had another fun car yep. to you know mess around with. Like that's a, the thing. Miata he's kind of he's, he's, he's in that little sweet spot where you can, you, you could even he could go with like a a Volvo two forty wagon. I mean, depend, you know, like, as yeah, his, like... but I think he's trying to replace it with something fairly... I mean, he's usable. stepping down from a no, but pretty I'm saying new he could go with TDI. that and buy a Miata or right. and buy an right. E30 sure. as yeah. your little sports car or, you yeah. know, something like that, E36, something That's three. a great point. And, and then, then you could, could go the DWA style where you buy three cars for exactly. 16 grand. Because yeah. then they only have to work, each one is 33% yeah. of the time. And so. then he's talking about buying a new car, like a Mark 7 GTI. So he's open to hatchbacks too. So that kind of, you know, yeah, shit, man, dude. He's in that. He's in that. You know, all of us have been there too, where you're in that. You know, do I buy the the brand new like known entity, mm -hmm. like full warranty, all this stuff, or do I buy a used, maybe a super reliable car? Do I buy that, you know, one that's a little less reliable? Or do I go full retard and buy a Citroen uh, wagon or something? Or you buy like a $10,000 3 Series sedan and a $5,000 Volvo 240 wagon. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Winner. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, let us know what you do. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, President Burns asks, any experience with 912s or 914s? <laughs> he hasn't been listening to us for very long. Lane, <laughs> uh, I have to... tons of experience with 914. So my family's owned like I don't know. Well, your I brother, I'll, your I'll brother owns one currently. Yeah, we we have. So he has a 73 or 74 two I liter. I saw him driving in town. It looked looks good. It looks good, huh? It's with low. no bumperettes and like it's low. It's red. It's just clean chrome bumper. Yeah, that's a rad little car. Yeah. So he has a 73 or 74 two liter. Um, what do you, what would you say, Brian? We've had like. 12 to 15 Sounds throughout right, the years yeah. uh yeah at one point we have a picture of i think that's like what i was thinking is seven about that picture. from a rooftop and we yeah. had like or one of them was our friend process but there was like seven in front of my house yeah um and we had a couple of back at the same back, time yeah. so uh yeah tons of experience with 914s um probably one of my favorite cars ever i still want one really bad mm -hmm. and they're the simplicity and that's one of the cars that I've actually like pulled the engine a bunch of times and, you know, done a lot of work on and I've done the heads and I've done all everything you can think of on those cars because they're so simple. It's like, it's like working on a Volkswagen Beetle. So, um, but yeah, 912s had a couple friends with 912s, but never really like worked on them or anything. I've driven a few. Um, and I, you know, we know a little bit about the 911s. Yeah. And I remember driving the 912s thinking, oh, this is like the same power as a 914, but it kind of drives older and sloppier. A little taller and... Yeah. And yeah. it was 10 years older, you know? Yeah. It was a... Or it's a 66 or I something. I mean, it doesn't get much lower in, you know, low center of gravity than a 914. Exactly. Jesus. Yeah. The thing is just low and wide. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, I think that's fair, though. Mechanically, you're dealing with the same beast, right? Yeah. Same thing. So maybe a little higher level of build quality than 912. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, doors shut a little. 914 nicer. definitely lacks that in a little in a lot of ways. Okay, and it's hard to find. I mean, it's hard to find any of those cars without rust these days. But uh, Holt the Hooligan uh, says, "I 
I daily drive a modified BMW 135. Parts are expensive, and lately I've been having a lot of pricey issues with the car. I'd like to keep the Warner as a fun weekend-slash-project car and buy a reliable daily driver. Any suggestions for under 10K that aren't super boring to drive or look at? N.A. Miata, maybe? Thanks, fist emoji. Oh, fist. Like, like, like fist bump. Dude, N.A.M.B. Miata? Or NC. Can I bring something up? So didn't one of our friends just get a uh, crazy lease on the electric yeah, golf? E-golf. Matt bought one. For like 60 Fif- bucks a month? 54 a month? Or Is that just the ultimate commuter car option ever? It yeah, it's like only 7,500 miles a year. Oh, that's pretty low. On that basic lease. But I think he got like a 10 and maybe he paid a little more, like up to like $99 a month or something. Yeah. So uh, sixty mile range, is that what they're at? Eighty-five mile range. So sixty mile range. <laughs> uh, it's regeneratives in town and stuff. So it depends what your commute is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Jared, our friend Jared, driving awesome. Jared has been looking for a commuter car, and that's something we need to talk about. But uh, he threw e golf out there, and we were starting to talk about. It. He's got a like, twenty mile commute. A little more than that from the west side. So let's call it 40 round trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would do it for Can the commute. Can he charge at work? Kind of not really. So it's a little sketch for that. And then the bottom line for him was, let's say after work, uh, everyone, we're all meeting at, I'm just going to throw it out, like Salinas. Like there's something going on in Salinas. Never happened, but okay. <laughs> Seriously. like <laughs> Just never going to happen no, ever. No, let the man talk. Uh, what, what we're, is going this surfing, idea? we're going surfing in Moss Landing and then dinner in afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get a ride with your friend who's driving down. Yeah, then. exactly. Like, would can't you fly that car? But I know what you're saying. So you're, you're at work and you're like, fuck, I can't go because yeah. I have my fucking stupid car. But he can, he can find a charging station there in town. There's tons of charging stations. I think that's not true. The old tons of charging stations. Okay, there's there's a, not tons. There's a couple. He could find one. He yeah. works for Whole Foods, I'm sure. Anyways, that was a deterrent for him was the lack yeah. of range. Yeah, yeah. So you really... I guarantee you Jared has never spontaneously Dude. left work to go south to Monterey. Okay, well, what if it's like, I got to go to the airport after work and you don't have time well, to Well, then charge. you borrow a different car. Yeah. But that's a pain in the ass. That's but, why you're buying this brand new car. But, I mean... The, you can, my the, point is you can buy a Civic for the same amount of money... And not have that issue at all. No, because they're giving crazy incentives on these cars. For but I think a Civic a is a hundred bucks a month. No, for the basic, yes, it's like two thousand down, ninety nine dollars a month. So you're getting a way shittier car too. So you're sacrificing a lot in the car. I don't think the you're basic, you really get shittier. new cars for that cheap. Yeah, there's I don't crazy think so, deals. Warren. I saw it on the fucking. On the, on, you saw it on the <laughs> on the paper. It must be true. <laughs> saw it in this book I'm reading uh, here. <laughs> paintings for sale. But you. You are getting a way shittier car. I'm going to argue that it's not way shittier. Dude, I don't know the quality. The e-golfs cars. aren't yes. to the level that our Jettas are. But new Civics, new Civics no. are pretty they're nice. A little, they're a little... They new, they're really ugly, Warren. Oh, I know. I hate the looks, okay. the styling of it. Don't get me started. The new base models of VW are uh, lower quality than the older than what we have Yeah, but I thought they stepped them back up. I, I was in one e golf that was pretty yeah. new. You know, that was just last year. Yeah. And I mean, it's totally fine. Yeah. It's definitely, you can see it's downgraded, but my point I is, I mean, still get... the basic forms are much preferable compared to the Civic. Dude, this is the whole electric argument. I mean, you yeah. know, whole, we can go on this like topic forever. And I think we have too with Kevin. Let's get back to the question though. I'm for... kind of anti, but that's a pretty good option, right? In a lot of ways, but I think that's a decent option. Like I would strong, I'm, uh, Heidi's, my wife's lease is up on our CX-5 this next, in a month or something. Yeah. Two months. I'm going to strongly consider her getting, like, maybe an e-golf. Because her... Daily you know, is around Her daily is to one place. I mean, 85 miles is kind of a long range, actually. Yeah. <laughs> 60. Uh, so, what about buying a, for under 10K, he's, a, he's looking for a reliable daily driver... I mean, that, there's so much. There's, I mean, uh, is there though? E36 M3 kind of fun. Is the E36 M3 less troublesome than its 135i? Yes, mm, less expensive, no. probably. So he's gonna. You have all the. You cool have to rebuild stuff. it. You have to rebuild the yeah. E36. M3. It's okay. gonna be a, a project car. You're right. So he wants something that you can just drive and not think about. That's reliable. Does that exist though? 
it's tougher. It's like it my, doesn't feel like it's it. It's like my Acura. I bought that as like that kind of car, right? I sacrificed, you know, everything else in my, well, my being to buy. <laughs> Your soul. A, you know, I was like, I'm going to buy a freaking Honda, right? So Yeah, and you just did this for, it was less than 10000 right? Yeah, for or less than $10,000. Yeah. So it was Acura eight, GSX. 8900 bucks. It was or a little bit fun, you know, with the motor and tranny. Bit, you know, it was getting yeah, that you know, a little bit of that stuff. I got a six-speed. Manual VTEC. But, you know, even that, you're buying a used car, right? So right off the bat, I need tires. I mean, that's, okay, that's just a wear item, right? Um, I need brakes, you know, two months after I buy it. Um, and then it needs front control arm bushings. Oh, really? You had to do those? Yeah. And it's only at... How many miles were on it? 104. Oh, okay. 103 when I bought it. Yeah. But I haven't done those on the Jetta, and it has 180. Uh, yep. And then I have the alternator go out. Uh, um, yeah. And I think I have... But these are all things that just wear out. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just... Oh, I realize that. Yeah. But that's also the same with... I don't know. Name your other car. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to... I'm just saying there's nothing... It's like, you know, we had a podcast. I think I named... I titled it, like, Miatas are unbreakable. Because they were like, oh, you can just buy a Miata. You never have to do anything to it. And I was claiming bullshit. You know, and that's the same thing with this. It's the like... Same things you I just bought listed. this Honda, you know, reliable thing. You're and doing it, it, it's, air quotes. You know, it's had a bunch of stuff. And... I mean, maybe that's just normal stuff, but it's still the same stuff that maybe some people would be like, oh, God, I'm over this car, you know, random person. And it's it's not just stuff, but it's stuff on a car that you don't really care that much about. Exactly. Like, which right now it, he's got he's driving a 135, which, which he, he loves. And I think that it's a good argument to make because, uh, you know, maybe you're better off just doing the work to that 135, yeah. which you like. It's a good size. It is a good commuter, and it's a good weekend car. So that's just the dilemma. Keep up the, like, have fun doing the good, like, doing the good maintenance and yeah. take, taking real good care of a, a single car. That's probably going to be the least amount of headache. Yeah, that's the dilemma I've always had is, like, if you have to spend – if, you know, I have to go spend, say, a thousand bucks on the control arms or whatever brakes, it's like I'm putting it into a car I don't really love, right? Or And then or you like also have much. your project car on the side that exactly. needs Exactly, right. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're in that weird. And then if you're going to get a car much under, if you're going to get a car for under $5,000, when that $1,500 bill, bill comes around, you're really bummed. Yeah, yeah. you're going to consider if throwing like, it away. I'm spending $1,500 on a car that's worth... How much? Like four thousand dollars? You know. So, so I'm gonna throw out one yeah. last one, and I was thinking about this for Jared as well. Mini Cooper. No, manual, the nicest Honda Fit you can find. Jared what? likes Honda Fits. Dude, yeah. I thought you were anti-Fit. No, Never. I was all in. I was all. You were talking about fit. racing them. Yeah, exactly. I'm it was a, a combo. It was a dual purpose. <laughs> no, you were saying we can make them into like it'd be a really fun race car, and I'm like, no, it's still a shitty Honda, but all of the above, reliable. Mm-hmm. Versatile. Yep. Good mileage. Good mileage. Cheap. Sort of fun. Noisy on the highway. Sure. And his commute is straight up just. But he doesn't care. He's been driving his loud ass Tacoma That's for true. fucking That's years. True. With no tire tread. Tacomas are the worst. So bad. He, no shocks on the back. The thing yeah. is. Yeah. Fit is Rough. a good choice, I Fit's think. Fit's not bad. 10K, you're like right between that second gen and like a really nice first so gen. So here's the thing. That's a lot. It seems a lot to spend on when you look at the other cars you could get, that's what's hard. That's what I'm saying. E36 it's always hard. M3. You're like, oh, or E46 M3. Or almost. E46. Like, just E46 sedan. Oh, E46 330. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but that's not reliable. So you go with this fit. It's just you're like, you can fold the seats all down flat. Magic seats. Oh, he was love magic taking seats. Naps. I love that. You can throw shit in there, camping, whatever. It goes everywhere. It's cheap to fix, cheap to fill up. And then you have your one series on the side. All right. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's a hatch, so you can go surfing in Salinas after work. So the <laughs> the Salinas River's firing. <laughs> All right. I was saying it was a two-part trip. Moss Landing for barrels, and then Salinas for, fuck, I have no idea. Well, you got to get food, yeah. Yeah, for time. Okay. Fonz second says... I'm looking at a couple of cars for a fun daily driver. Jesus Christ, everyone needs a daily yeah. driver. From what I'm finding at the cars I'm looking at... Uh, he lists BMW E28, E34, NA Miata, E46, 330CI. 
They either have paint that needs to be redone or an interior that needs to be redone. Which would you prefer to have to deal with? Six mile straight shot commute in town, five to six days. Who away. are these people with these short ass commutes? Dude, I could walk to work faster than I drive, I think. I know. Who are you? So he just he he's saying which would you rather have to deal with? Interior or exterior? Yeah. Or or paint? Um interior. I mean, I'd rather deal interior, with interior yeah. all day long. But but if you're just pawning it off of someone, it's expensive, dude. It's expensive. You can't do it at home well. No. It takes specialized equipment, uh, specialized booth. Nor do you want to do it at home. No, but I'm just saying it's not something that interior, you can do quite a bit of that at home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you can go but to the gym. Like what, though? Find like seats. Swapping so you can swap out. seats. Swap you can seats, shampoo dash, carpet. You can yeah. replace carpet. You can clean up vinyl. Well, here's the other argument. Paint doesn't really affect your driving experience. Interior is where you're hanging out, especially for a commuter. Like, that's true. But who cares if the but he's saying faded, he's going to you know? fix either. He's going to fix them both. But yeah. people do care. No, I, I wouldn't yeah. want to do paint for sure. So paint. And body, I, I, would, so. I would say. But you can have a shop deal with it. Is what I'm saying. So, but it is expensive to have a car painted. It's it's basically three thousand to ten thousand dollars to get a. a only buy a car with a bad paint if you're paint. okay with bad paint. Like, don't buy a car yeah, with bad really, paint if you're you going to fix it. You have to pay the premium for a nice paint job yeah. because you're you're you, that car is not going to be five thousand dollars more than the car with shitty paint. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Like, it's so, always better to buy yeah, something with buy, good paint. Buy yeah. the best car up front, especially with these old used cars. Buy the freaking best car because you want to justify putting money into it. And the way you can justify like maintaining this car is you have a really nice car. If it's a car that has shitty paint, a shitty interior, it's going to be very hard, like we just talked about, to justify spending that two thousand dollars on the, you know, when the head gasket goes, or you know, name that repair bill. Yes, there's a lot of these the three thirties, the E forty six three thirties that are just like so cheap. Yeah. A lot of it's just like, I mean, you just have to know the mechanical issues and be able to solve them. Like, yeah, it's neglect. I, I think a lot of them, like, they're decent paint. I mean, no, he, he's looking. He's finding it's one or the other. But yeah, he didn't even mention a price range, but we know it's in the bottom. And he might be in the middle of the, of the country row. where there's rusty cars and stuff like That's that. That's my thing is body work or rust. I, I can't deal with it. No. It doesn't make sense. You're no. never going to get your money back if it's in the cheap car range. So not, yeah. either don't fix it or don't buy it. So I think an E28 would be awesome, but I think you really want to be able to spend like 10 Gs on one. Uh, 10 no, no, Gs. No. I, think six I don't to think eight. you need to go that far. Okay, 6 to 8, but yeah. I think 10 if you want to get a perfect one. Like, 10 is like show winning. I think, like you'd go I think to... 6 to 8, and you'd probably buy that $8,000 car, and you'd probably put $2,000 into it. No, they're not you that bad. You could probably find $2,000 to put into it. They're Dude. not that bad. The nicest one on Craigslist right now is eight grand, and it looks amazing. I it's got fresh paint. Of, but I think that's the one to get. You know? Sure, like, sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying buy the best one. I think if you're at the 6 is. grand and up, you're killing it. But that $3,000 E28, you're going to be like, maybe it doesn't start well when it's cold. And it has a coolant leak, and it leaks oil, and, and it doesn't have records. And yeah, so, you know, and when you park it, and you walk away, and you look back, you see like little freaking bumper edges falling exactly. down, and you're just kind of bummed on it. Right? I'm digging E28 lately. No, like, I know. Euro bumpers on an E28. Oh, God, and something that's, that's like, like a dream. yeah, it's something that. I mean, you could put money into it over time, and if you're just reasonable with it, yeah. it's got it has to go up in value a little bit. For like, sure, it's worth putting money, maintenance money into an E28. And it's so classic looking these days. Yes, I love them. Again, don't make me talk about the windows down. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, talk about it. End of Big conversation. Windows. Adam, Adam Scott Bowling asks, uh, music or no music when you go for a drive? If yes, no music. do you create a mood-enhancing mixtape? Whoa. <laughs> also, Maybe in high school, I did. Are you coming on to us? Also, when you go on a drive, how many hours do you typically spend, and what time of day do you prefer? Wow. Yeah. That's good questions. Yeah. So so music or no, no music? I was talking to our table. friend Chris Brown, our, our movie guy that was on the podcast at one time, and he was asking, like, do you listen to more music now or five years ago? And it's by far five years ago. Way less now. I don't Way less now. Music. I have like, I have Pandora streaming and I'll I'm listen like, to the radio. I have like one CD in my car. I used I'm to have like super a super old man. I'm I like, used to have a binder of CDs to? or like oh, an iPod. Yeah. Like Wait, no, binders. Pandora streaming counts. Sure, but I don't really pay attention. I'm not like, yeah. you have a bunch of music you listened to 15 years ago. Yes. On your Pandora. Yes. It's not like new shit. You're not. I remember I used I to go on like Tuesdays or whatever day, like the local record shop would have like new CDs and I'd go buy like two new CDs. Because you want to know Tuesday. what's going on. Yeah, I'd buy like the new album. The other day I was, I was getting a bagel and there's a poster for a music festival in Mendocino. I might have told the story. It's 
three days long, this festival, there's fucking a hundred bands playing, you know, headliners, all this stuff. I didn't know one fucking artist. <laughs> I'm old. Was it one of those hippie music festivals? It might have been hippie or ravey. Yeah. Are raves even a thing? Uh, that might be dating no, right that's there. Super old school, dude. <laughs> super old school. Yeah. All right. Well, so not so, much mixtape getting made around so here. So any music? So, yeah, let's just answer like, straight up. Let's say Coastal Go for Rally. Music? Or no music? Not really music. No music for us? I mean, just not really. I, I'll play music, but it's not like, oh, man, I got to get that. You're not CD one of those out. guys that plays it at, like, volume two, just, like, lightly oh, in the, the background. background. A little elevator music. Yeah. Like, background music. Put Kenny yeah. G on and just cruise. That's a lost I, art. I have like, had moments, you know, doing fun drives with good music, but that's pretty rare. Like, I, it's definitely, I don't make a point of, like, putting on music. I used to play music a lot when my GTI and just, oh, like, crank it and go rally. Just, oh, was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, the, yeah, it's kind of like I just go on a drive. Uh, so to answer the other questions, um, kind of depends on the day, how long, but I do like going in the morning. I go in the mornings. I mean, yeah. m- you know, Typically. like, that's my go-to. Yeah, and this town's so sleepy in the morning. It's nice. It's really nice. And I don't do I, it very often. I don't just go for drives that often. Really? Yeah. I, I like, even if it's just, like, not even super spirited, just, like, down, like, just on Westcliff or something. Oh, like, yeah. Van again along you know? the, the ocean. Yeah. I mean, I used to have the commute, and that would kind of force it, which mm-hmm. I liked that. Do a little car spotting. Yeah. I like doing that. Uh, how, I do, how long do you guys usually? I, I, just about like time of day and everything. I do love uh, sunroof open, both windows down on a warm night. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I know. You guys are going to give me shit for the- <laughs> No, that's nice. Talking details so, about windows, but- it's, And with good music. So like, evening, yeah. evening slash night. Yeah. Or mornings are the best. Yeah. I mean, in the evening, too, you have the benefit of seeing headlights to know when oncoming traffic's oh, that, coming, too. That's, that's actually a great point. I uh, used an to, aggressive drive at night is always best. In, like, college Except and high you school. got the, the deer run across. Yeah. I would do all the midnight. I'd go on at, like, 11 at Oh, night yeah, that's pretty great. All the time. Like, or free, the, freeway runs yeah. when nobody's, no one's out there. Yep. Okay, I think that answers the question. By the way, that's kind of a, what you listening to? Oh, it is. But Wait, did we get all parts of that question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fonz the second coming back at you. With cars like the 911R and others that focus more on the driving experience than the numbers it puts out, do you think other manufacturers will start to make products that are more qualitative than quantitative? Which manufacturers would you like to see make such a product? Lane looks like he just got punched or something. Um, he's thinking. I, I, always, I always look to Toyota. I'm like, what? You guys gave up. You have, these rad, have, you have these rad cars. Okay, they have the fucking FRS. FRS yeah. That's it. And that's a joint venture with not even their motor. Yeah, I know. But they had the Celica. They had the Supra. They had, And they say they're bringing them back. But you had cool-ass cars. They like, brought back some like ugly styling and said that was the The MR2, way. dead. I know. Like, come on, you're the biggest car company in the world. Yeah, make Toyota some fucking cool would be cars. great for that. And they, they kind of have with the FRS. I mean, that's their one. They, they're the one company that's brought out anything that kind of does that. Yeah, I would love to see Nissan get back in the game. Exactly, the poor man's BMW. 240SX. totally the um, 510. And how about let's call out the people like the the guys that claim to be ultimate driving machines. I mean, the M2 is their most like little car yep. nimble thing that they make, and it's still pretty expensive and still heavy, complicated. I mean, it's still like- it's only like 100 pounds less than the M4. Can we get just back to like a 510 or a 2002? Like, I mean, we we'll never get to that, but not of quite all the that. Regulations but, and stuff like that. But can we get to know. the closest thing where you just give us a stripped down model and yeah, like, for sure. yeah, the stripper model, yeah, like cloth seats and uh, just the stripped down shit. Dude, I think drive. that we have that on in the American cars. I think you can do that, With but what? they're just Rear not drive, really though? like With what? like the Mustang. I think you can you can get a V6 manual transmission stripper Mustang for a reasonable price, but it's just not hitting the. So you can't what we want is we want like a sports sedan that's like you can't good visibility and lightweight or anything. You like so they don't give you all the options on the V6. So you have to go with the turbo. Which I bet is you a someone's done. I, mean, I don't build. know. I think there's there's probably options. No, but you can't. Get well, those. I mean, what what Warren's saying is yeah. just give us a stripper model. We'll do what we need to to it. That yeah. would be fine, and I think it, we would be more enthusiastic if it was like more of a sedan style, right? Rear wheel drive car. Yes. I mean, the you know, I think we're just opposed in general to the giant body Mustang and Camaro, yeah. and well, yeah, you know, the, and the, the, the lack of visibility and weight. Well, that's, that's yeah, it's the size and the weight. Like, if we could just have something re- like economy car, we want an economy car with sporting 
suspension yeah. that has basic tiny but ass here's tires, the and this then we is, add it. This is what we want, but do you think they're going to make this is what the question was. So do you think who – I mean, FRS, BRZ, I don't, no, did I don't this, think, they I don't did think this thing, right? It's a basic car. And the Miata. And the Miata is Miata's still there. That. Yeah. So yeah. The, to answer his question, though, he brings up the 911R. And so high end. So, so what I was going to say is that I think BMW could. Aston Martin has pledged to always offer a manual transmission. Yeah. Maybe with the 911R and the GT3 RS that's going to come out is probably going to be manual optioned. Do you think Ferrari will come back with a manual? No. Lamborghini? Do they still offer a manual? They don't, and I don't think they will because, like, for example, the R8 isn't offered in a manual now. It's they just dead. discontinued the manual. But see, Porsche. <laughs> barely offers a manual still. I mean, they do, but they're bringing it back. Essentially, they are they are changing. I know, but like for so like Audi, the R8, they don't have a manual anywhere for that. So I don't think they're right. going to develop one for it. Like Porsche kind of still had that. You know, it's still lingering. It's they still have there. a parts bin that they can pull. Yeah, from. it's still there. Like they still make a manual in their right. 911 Carreras. They still make it in the Boxsters. They, you know, and now they're they're talking. You know, the next GT3 is rumored to have it. Like there was spy shots of it, and it had a cover over the shifter area. I know. So and the, you're and like, the cover okay. was like this phallic ass yeah. thing. So it's an interesting the way he states it though. Make products that are more qualitative than quantitative. And so that's like where you're not just trying to play these horsepower wars. Yeah. It's not uh, all about numbers. It's just like it's a fun car and I mean Which is Miata. It's Miata, which is it's BRZ. Which is I mean nine eleven R on the on the grand scale. I gotta go build a two series BMW and see what you can do. That little two, the turbo two, like a two twenty eight or a two twenty eight I the yeah. Jalopnik special or whatever they called well, it. That would be the three series, two a three twenty I. Well no, they made or a the two, 420 or the three twenty I they made a two series turbo manual before the M two. That's a two twenty eight. Yeah. Two twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So that's supposed to be the most fun one to drive from Right. I mean Easiest, okay. lightest. Okay. Uh, Brian Edward Tucker. What's up, dude? Uh, is there such thing as a wing that is too big? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's an affirmative. Yes. Yeah. In fact, most wings on front-wheel drive cars are pretty silly. And on rear-wheel drive cars, if it's Up not... Up until a certain if it's like, not 100 miles an hour yeah, or if something. it's not, like, regularly going... Uh, 140 miles an hour. What do you guys think about the uh, Subaru STI wings? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, Barely it's, passable, though. It's yeah, pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's paying homage. Gotten used to it, right? Like, um, I, I Yeah, those... Remember when the 190... It's a pretty cool style. Like, the first of the STIs that came over to yeah. the U.S. Pretty cool, really. Overall we, style. We have a Lancer Evo at the shop, and it's got a big wing, but I think it's that mm-hmm. stock yeah. Evo wing. Kind of works with it. And it has those things on the roof. The little that's uh, the MR. It has uh, that, but yeah. it does have that. I don't think yeah. this one's true, truly that one. But and then, uh, but remember when the 190E Cosworth, like that wing, yeah. was like huge and garish, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. like this ugly thing. That, that was the one that I was thinking off. of too. The and now you see it, and you're like, yeah, that's kind of minor. Yeah, get used to it. Mm. Uh, the Lavenhagen asks. What's the best place to sell a 97 E36 M3 Bring a trailer. with 63,000 miles? Bring a trailer. I showed Brian some listings that I felt were 25% higher than the regular market just because they were on Bring a Trailer. Some, but some, it's got to meet that. I mean, 67,000 67, miles. 63,000 miles. Yeah. Or 63,000 miles on an M3 is definitely meet that. It's it, not yeah. for every M3. No, M3, no, no. But it's for those ones that no, are low mileage and kind of special. Gonna, you're going to meet that certain weirdo market. That will pay up for that car. Yep. So bring a trailer.com. Hayden 12. If you could only afford one car, would you make the fiscally responsible decision and get a reliable daily? Or would you go for something interesting and just deal with the issues that come along with it? I mean, that totally depends on your circumstances. If you could only afford one car. I mean, what does that even mean? You know, <laughs> oh. Um, like can that means I you can only afford a Ferrari or I can only fo- afford No, let's say you can afford a uh, used maybe it's there's only one spot. Okay. Sometimes parking it is a problem. True. So you're limited to one car. Let's say you have ten grand and you're given the choice of your TSX or a nine forty four. Oh, okay. That's what he's asking. Huh. Yeah. 
I mean, it depends on the circumstances, right? Like, what are your needs? Like, but, yeah. But I mean, as DWA yeah. people, I think you go you with the 944, 944 yeah. and you just deal with it, and you have a fun car. Yeah, that you, you go with the 944, and you uh, chalk everything up to learning experiences and building character, and like exactly. you know, you get to experience this and, older car, and when you're doing maintenance on it. It's a pleasure because you're doing your part to bring the world, uh, you know, keep, keep a 944 running for the world. And so you How should many, be commended for that. I do think if it's one car, you should have a car you really like. Yeah. How many mentors are you going to meet on the street by driving a TSX? None. Not many mentors. But you might no. meet one if you drive a oh, weird yeah. old BMW. You might also meet some friends that live in their 944s or yeah. BMWs. Uh, exactly, dude. Yeah. I don't think that's a compelling argument. <laughs> which would you... Uh, Shoe32 asks, which would you prefer, 10% more horsepower or 10% less weight? To the weight. I mean, less weight. Weight. Especially with like All cars right. like, our, like the 944. 143 yeah. horsepower. Yeah. So I would get 14.3 horsepower or... It's 2,800 pounds, let's say, so I could lose 280 pounds. Right. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me that. Two, that would make it Miata weight. Slow car fast. And it would have, you know, as much horsepower as a Miata, basically. Dave LC2. What's up, Dave? I can't recall if you guys ever discussed the different types of Prius drivers before. I've noticed three types of Prius drivers, normal, speed racer, and... As of late, I've observed a road raging Prius driver. WTF? Question mark. How about, Wait, he's not even mentioning the, how about the like, aloof, super righteous. How about like, the aloof righteous guy in the fast like, lane, staying in the fast lane, driving forty five? Yeah, that's the Prius driver. And just like they were there with their nose up in the air. I had like yeah. How about that I one, Dave LC two? I had a one hour battle with a Prius driver on Highway what? five. It's Highway on five. Five? Yeah, it's an hour stretch that Why I you drive. Pass them. <laughs> they come back. Whoa. They come back. Yeah. yeah. It was the whole thing. Of, it was like duel? Yes. Nothing was spoken. <laughs> Nothing was spoken, but we made eye contact. It was like a college girl in a black tinted Prius. Mm -hmm. And I had to keep battling. I was holding my own. She have the hubcaps taken off? That's kind of a cool look, I've noticed. Oh, God. Because the wheels are actually like a five-spoke split. Spoke oh, are they? Underneath. Oh, They're cool. Black. Right on, man. Well, it looks way better with the hubcaps off. <laughs> what were you driving, Warren? The Lexus. RX 330. Oh, this was recent. And then oh. we finally get off. I get off Highway 5 after an hour of battling with this girl. And she gets off on the same off-ramp. Oh, that. And so the minute we get on the next road, I'm like, uh, tickets be damned. Just 100 miles an hour get faster. Wow. Gone. So wow. I won eventually. So Dave basically named every kind of driver on the road. Yeah, that's kind and of I want to know what normal means because normal for us is there's first of all that's the most common car here is a Toyota Prius. He lives around here too. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of terrible Prius drivers. So my whole thing with Priuses, they are designed for people that don't like to drive. They don't want a car. They yep. want an appliance. They really don't enjoy driving. It's like I have to have this thing. Yep. Consumer Report says it's good. Gets good mile per gallon. That's what I want. Yeah, I get to I you know. I get to go in the the, the carpool lane. Carpool lane, or they used to. I guess. But I do not like cars. Yeah. This fucking car sucks. But as yeah, an appliance, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Bad rabbit habit. So with the popularity of Miatas and E30s, what would you choose for under the radar rear wheel drive sporty cars? Volvo 242. Or your little Celica. Your 1983 and a half Celica? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? 85 and a half. Uh, Flip Celica up. GTS. We only go with half years, so I'm going to say an 86 and a half Nissan. What is that thing? Hard body pickup? Oh, the rally edition? <laughs> yeah. Rear wheel drive sports car? Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark 1 GTI, Mark 1 MR2. Mark 2 GTI. Mark 2 GTI. Mark 2 GTI. Volvo 242, a turbo yeah. if you can find it. I, I put... Porsche 944 in all caps and bold, like that's a great value still. Yeah. Italics? No. Italics. Underlined? No. Why not? I don't know. I just like, you know, okay. bold. That's fine. <laughs> just keep it simple. M E28. Yeah. E28. E28. 
Um, yeah, those are some under-the-radar options. Yeah. There's got to be some other glaring ones oh, that we're missing. I'm so sorry. He says rear-wheel drive sporty cars, so forget anything we said about Volkswagen. Oh, yeah. That's my but bad. he should include those also. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Consider yeah. those. Yeah, consider those. Especially with a name like Bad Rabbit Habit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Mr. Red, now that you've all abandoned your poor M3s for less Aqua Digio-scented cars, which <laughs> M3 is the best M3? As a follow-up, Art, have you decided if you're going to... Going for Tien or Stance coilovers on the M5 yet? Oh, God. You've never even seen that <laughs> word before, Warren. No, I have, tine, but I've never I tried to say it. I think yeah. it's Tyne. Yeah. I just move over, skim over Aqua Digio. So, best, ether, best M3, I say E36 or E46. It's a, uh, I think they're, I think, dude, how about the E92, though? They're pretty cool. I actually love the E90 just because it's the four door. Yeah, but they're so big and heavy. What's a got a V8? I know. <laughs> and they have a cool. The engine's What's cool because it because uh, it the power is up high in the rev range, so you really have to wind them out. Um, but and in a world that's going more small liters and add cool. turbos, like how cool is that? Cool. But they did. It's get a good really, body style too, though. They did also. get really heavy, and I think the the front end's a little bit crazy. Yeah, it it's doesn't really too, say it doesn't say M3 the way the other models. The front do. end's a little wild. I I still stand by the E36 as like the perfect combination. Yeah. Of like all you know, not ha- like the modest power with the lighter weight. Interior so, is fantastic. It's better than an e thirty. E thirties are, E30s are cool. They're just an an E thirty like 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 uh, Warren's three twenty five i. I think is a better proposition than an M three in an most IS, cases. Even and the engine doesn't have to be wound out. And yeah, you get a beautiful S for six grand, yeah. or you get a beater M three for twenty six grand. Or yeah, exactly. So I but, think an E thirty six is kind of the best of all worlds. Yeah. But an E forty six is hard to to deny when it has a hundred more horsepower and yeah but there's something but that's they went, lost they, they got a little, little cheap they got a little they got a little heavier too yeah and they feel a little heavier they don't feel as light on their feet it's nice looking the, yeah they're yeah. cool looking it but sounds it, a little i don't like the I sound i would say the interior is a little better quality probably yeah i think so i think they got a little you cheap. really love the e36 interior i'm not perfect. i'm not really sold on that i think it's perfect honestly um yeah i vote for e36 i say e36 as well yeah okay um, and we'll ask Art about his stanced fucking M5. Oh, y'all have a whole update. In fact, it's probably better that he's not here because we need him in person to give this whole Tahoe story. Yeah, it was leaky so. shocks and stuff. No. <laughs> he, had a, he had a real tough weekend. Uh, Colin M. Hill, what are your thoughts on twin sparking 912s? <laughs> Go for it, Lane. Uh, I don't even I know think, what that means. I think why not? You know, like, What does um, that mean? Like, Will Hoyt makes those engines. Um, it's basically just twin plugging a 912 motor so you change the head and everything you drill an extra you drill a hole and put an extra oh that's it it interesting and from what i i mean i don't know that much about it but i know with like you know like arts like 993s are all twin plugs engines and stuff so you can basically raise the compression ratio by like generally like a point when you have a twin plug because Uh, it, it, it can ignite it and everything interesting so I, I say, why not? I know Will that Hoyt's fun. Will Hoyt's building these like 356 motors that are, you know, 120 some horsepower, um, little 356 motors with twin plugs and everything, and those things would probably be a hoot. Yeah, you get to keep the OE equipment. Yeah, uh, and you know, still have and, and have power. Yeah, it's probably not cheap to do. No, not at all. I'm sure yeah. that engine. Costs well over, you know, ten to fifth, ten to twenty five. In that case, I do not support it. <laughs> but you could also get like a. I mean, you can always go the way of like a Type Four motor, right? Like the nine fourteen, yeah, Volkswagen base, and they can build those up to like two point four liter or something, twenty four hundred cc, and get one hundred and fifty horsepower for uh, several, you know, for five thousand dollars or something like that, or four thousand yeah. dollars or whatever. So. But yeah, twin plug's cool. Jeffrey yeah. asks, "What car has the best car key design?" Oh, but I vote Polo engine. For, yeah, Polo is the best. Polo is cool. Okay. Do you know what nine, that is? That's one? a six cylinder with the two cylinders lobbed off. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so it's, it's like a nine nine three motor, basically, right? Got it. With the with the yeah. ends lobbed off. Yeah. yeah. Jeffrey asks, "What car has the best car key design?" 
pre-smart key era. Did I'm gonna say so, Ferrari the F40? Just the red. No, it has a pivot, a hinge on the key for no reason. No one knows why. In fact, Tom's dad it just asked, has the red, the red um, little plastic Ferrari. But the, the the body of the key has a pivot. And oh, it, yeah. it folds. My uh, the key for my motorcycle, the uh, BMW K75, did, that as well? did a pivot too, and I couldn't figure it's out got why. Got a hinge on it, and I maybe because it's to keep your other keys down. Like maybe you can pivot it down so they're not dangling out so far. Anyways, I'm gonna go with that. I think that BMW did a good thing when they have the little flashlight integrated. Yeah, they had the button. Pretty early. Porsche had that. Porsche had that too in the eighties. Um, I will say that I have three Mercedes ranging from nineteen sixty nine to uh, ninety one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a factory style key, actually, probably not. But they're all exactly the same key, which is just like oh, a little. Yeah, I don't know. I, most basic key. Right? Just pretty basic, but it's got like the plastic rubber, and it's all the same. I guess. I, I guess factory keys for the sixty nine was probably not that. Those old Volkswagens, they just had the simple like. The it had black VW plastic and then in, had right? the VW like cut out of the metal. Yeah, I like cool. those. Yeah, Which my Vanagon cool. has that. Yeah. yeah, those are cool. Yeah, but most keys didn't really have that much. There was a lot of bling. It's, What's your 944 key like? It's just a Volkswagen key. Oh, is it straight up? Okay, it's the same lock cylinder as a Volkswagen. Yeah. By the way, it's kind of rad when you have original keys on an older car, isn't it? Yeah, my E30, I think, are original in there. Is so worn down. <laughs> I don't have the original. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, M. Varshavsky asks, I'll bite. Do you, f- do you feel some traffic participants act more entitled in the process of road sharing? Is it okay for a wide touring bike to split lanes in a slowdown to then take up the entire lane up front? How, how do you enjoy mountain twisties knowing full well that behind any turn there could be a group of four bicycles? Of bicycles four wide. Bicycles four wide. Yeah, it's sketchy, and I think that's why... Oh, so he's saying... Oh, okay. A I lot thought, of times I thought we he said touring the morning or late evening, you know, the morning drives, too. Like, yeah, so we encountered this encounter when we were doing that E-Type video, and we were in Woodside, or Portola Valley. It, it was crazy, but it was a Saturday, and it was really nice weather, but it was like the Tour de France. Oh, there were like 80 people... Yeah, there is four, five wide, wide, over blind corners, and completely. You basically had to stay behind them the entire. I saw time. that the other day too, like in town, and it's, they're drive, they're riding really slow, and they're three wide. Yeah, and there's like a group, and I'm like, you just look at it. Like, is wait, is, so is Misha getting us started on shit. bikes versus cars? Because I, I will kind of go off about this stuff. Uh, like, I mean, feeling entitled, like these people are going on back roads where there's yeah. absolutely no bike lane around blind turns. It's crazy. Yeah, it's completely crazy. unsafe. See, putting the their lives that's completely the thing. at risk. I wouldn't do that if yeah. I, like, I used to mountain bike like every, every day and we'd go up to like, well, you know, the, whatever, we'd ride back on these roads. We'd be single file. Like I'd be hugging you'd be the mountain. scared that cars yeah, are going to exactly. hit you. So I've seen a lot of road bikes, even when there's a bike lane, they'll be on the line yeah. or in the road a little bit. I and they'll be like, I, I mean, there are some that are fine. They're doing great. They're doing the pace that they uh, need to be doing and they're hug over to the right. Then there's other people that are just dawdling, riding side by side, yeah. having conversations That's the in thing, the middle yeah. of the fucking Going road. uphill. I, I drive, I, 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 you know, on my road, there are a ton of blind turns and there are bikers on a regular basis and it's pretty crazy. Like with the escalation of the people exercising in this way, <laughs> I mean, they, they are risking their lives and it's basically just like this, uh, group mind where they think because everybody's doing it, it's okay. Yeah. And if they're, in they're a like group, throwing safety stronger. out the window, like it makes them, well, and it kind of does. Monst- no, but it doesn't. It makes them more likely you more likely to hit them in your vehicle. I mean, like, it's, it's all it's it's almost like up to luck that I mean, if you have a lot of them, then maybe a car will see a straggler and then you're fine. But yeah. I mean, there's people riding solo with, with just two people, and there's blind turns, and it's like I feel like they're not really considering that they're like riding in the fucking yeah. road. <laughs> and the, Ruben, I mean, it, and it's Ruben, crazy how I mean the laws are totally in support of bicycles, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, which I totally support, like not using gas. That's great, but these people are just getting exercise. For and the most I support part. sharing the road, but they're not 
not share when they're out into the traffic and they don't have to be. That's not sharing. That's the road. what I don't understand. That's that's yeah. being cocky and it's taking cocky, up yeah. the road. Like, and so like we were on Ruben and I were on a drive a couple months ago, and he passes this bicyclist. His car is so fucking loud, they didn't even hear mine. And the guy right after Ruben goes by him, the guy swings out, dude, and we're on this. We're on Needis Creek Road, which is like we're going yeah. fast and these twisties yeah. and it's uphill. And then I have to like swerve and almost hit the mountain to go by, you know, because I'm right. And what if there was oncoming traffic? Like, yeah. dude, like what it basically it's all hinged on this fact that like most of the time there isn't a car oncoming. Yeah. yeah. But in the event that there is like these bikers are, I mean, basically oh, and now the rule is you have to be with, you have to be you like have to give five, them three feet, three feet. So you have to go into oncoming lanes. So you have to wait till there's this, and they're instead of them just getting over and letting yeah. you go by, they're being cocky. I mean, Sucks, I dude. think it's it's a weird argument to start making because like you, Misha. it has to do with like all this freaking. <laughs> I mean, like no one wants you, the safety is like a huge concern, and like you don't but, want. We're the ones in the cars yeah. that. I mean, it sucks for everybody that if anything happens. And, and I remember being a bike, like bicycling, like we all still ride bikes every once in a while, yeah. or whatever. Bike like, riding is great. It, and it's rad. And, but it is, and it is scary. But we're also not putting ourselves out there to be hit by a car. Like these people, a lot of them are, they're, they're very cocky, dude. <laughs> they're really cocky. And, and the thing is, like, I was trying to come up with some way to equate it. Like, uh, if I decided to do stair steppers for exercise and I put it up in your kitchen while you were cooking bacon (laughs) and I put it right next to your fucking pan making bacon and I'm like, you know, swinging my elbows all over and you're like, you know, picking up the pan and you're flipping stuff or, you know, maybe you're making flipping bacon. Maybe you're not making bacon anymore. Maybe you're doing pancakes. I got you. But it's like, you know, you're putting yourself in danger, man. Like, why are you doing? this next to my stove yeah, like maybe just you go should outside. stay to the right of the stove yeah like, like go over it yeah like this is my little stove area like you know yeah. like this is a dangerous spot to be what was misha's other so motorcycles that split lanes and then get in front of traffic oh, oh, I, so think, that, no, I, no, I think no i think he's talking about bicyclists no he's, he was saying motorcyclists he like says uh, bikers. is it okay for a wide touring bike yeah. to split lanes in a slowdown then take up the entire i say front? no i know I, I think that's okay i don't like that dude because they're taking your spot like they're taking a but spot. they're fast they, they're, they're gonna they're take quick off they're the not line. always yeah. quick that's no, the but thing. they're not you're right but a majority, lot of times they're not like if they're a harley dude or something like they don't, I don't take know, off that they fast. pride themselves on making a lot of noise and dude, I, I don't see that very often though like coming i like when i would ride my bike you know it's got it had the little bags on the side it was kind of big i would go up if i was splitting lanes i would just stop in the middle and then it's on me like sometimes the people would be really aggressive and they'd accelerate but i would give them their lane i don't see it very often where you know like i'm I'm starting from the middle i don't see it very often where people are actually like cutting over and being in front Hmm. is that a bicyclist do that more than anything the bicyclists will go by and then they get in front of the cars because they want to like that seems they want to turn left well, they're going to be super slow. So I had that happen. Did I, I yeah, don't, that, that, tell me if I did, already told the story. But there's two lanes going straight, one lane going left. These two bicyclists, I'm in the far right lane. They go to the left of me. They get in front of the car to the left of me. We're both in the the front. You know, we're front in line waiting for the red, the green light. The bikes get in front of the car next to me, who's in the going straight lane. They're turning left. They just sit there. Oh, just blocking solid green light, blocking take, straight on traffic, waiting for the green light to turn left. What? They're double wide, taking up yes. the, the full lane, full like tons of Dude, cars th- behind. That's them. a glorious time to honk at some fucker. Yeah. Just sitting there, they're so ob- oblivious to what's going on. Yeah. Well, I think we answered that question. <laughs> um, Misha, share the road. Getting us started. Um, that's what I, I always yell. Like if I am going to yell anything, I yell <laughs> share the road because these yeah. fuckers are taking up the whole damn road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Merrick Dizik asks, uh, not sure if this has been asked before, but given your experiences, given your family situation, what is your ideal two car setup for yourself? Ideal daily and fun car. Dude, nope. we can't even get into this. No budget. Be as ridiculous or as modest as you want. Okay. Uh, okay. If we're getting ridiculous, we can get. I'm going to go. Ferrari F40 LM and then a, just a Ferrari F40. Ferrari F40 LM, okay. And then just a regular F40. F- <laughs> That's your, but you have kids. I know. You have a kid, Warren. You, you can't have a car do that. seat. You have a wife. Shh, 
tandem. What can we do? How about oh, a McLaren F1? McLaren F1. And a McLaren F1 LM GTR long tail. You would not pick the same. <laughs> Brian, so, so pissed. You would not pick the same. Um, uh, McLaren F1 and a 4x4 Sprinter van. But I need to have a classic, too, so that would be tough. Oh. I go 914.6 GT. Mm-hmm. And how are you fitting any kids and wife in there? I'm not. That's my sports car. That's okay. my fun car. Okay. Wait for the next one, man. And then I'll do a Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> oh my go. god, it's it. perfect. For the it's for, for the kids. For the know. kids. Like I'll just do a Macan or something. Macan. Yeah, present. that's great. I'll that's do an S class. Yeah, thank you. Good. Uh, no, but I don't really want an S. She, my <laughs> wife, would like crash that thing in every. <laughs> what are you talking about? It won't you get a lift kit on it. Yeah. Um, we don't. No, um, Con's a good one, Merrick. We might ask that question when Art's here, and we'll have we'll we'll prep for it. Maybe yeah, we should prep for that. That's one. a good one. We should. That should be a standing thing that we have like we yeah. all have our list if it changes we have to let everybody know <laughs> yeah exactly my yeah, top three has changed <laughs> I, I need more time to think about it yeah we do camus asks have you guys ever watched that head-to-head show on netflix what's your opinion so hey, before we answer that uh magnus walker that's not the the perfect road that's not a show that's a one-time episode oh I tried to watch. I thought there would be like updates. Uh-huh. Apparently, it was like a single. Oh, thing. really? Yeah. Maybe maybe it, was like hour, a, it was a one-hour special. Maybe they it was kind of like a pilot or something. Yeah, it sounds like the gauge interest. Maybe got okay, canceled. The, so on to the head question. to head. As far as I think, it's just the Motor Trend head to head show, uh, YouTube channel show, and they're they now YouTube. It's on. It's on Netflix, but. Uh, so it's just the two cars. Know, it's Johnny Lieberman or Jason Camisa or. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Carlos Lago or whatever, and it's two cars head to head. So like, so I think I saw Tesla versus S class. Yeah, or it'll be like a nine eleven turbo versus Jaguar. Uh, they always do new cars. Yeah. Okay. And they did the, or although they did the Icon versus the Mercedes uh, Galanda wagon. I like all those guys. So if yeah. they're doing that show, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, it's cool. They put it on uh, Netflix now, but yeah. I mean, it's on YouTube, and right. everyone we all have that on our smart TVs and. <laughs> Apple and TV and all that stuff now, too. So. Kylod asks, why is that tachometer crooked? He's referring to the picture on our Instagram post. It's because Art thinks he's a race car driver. Yep. Um, and then my fumer, my fumer Hertz answered that. And then he asked, uh, biggest hooligan pleasure, for example. Tell my femur hurts. He's not supposed to answer the questions. I know. What a kook. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to take our business. Yeah. God. <laughs> Start your own podcast and ask questions. <laughs> um, biggest hooligan pleasure, for example, stuff you know is hard on the car, but you don't care. Burnouts, donuts, laying rubber in a second, drifting, etc. This sounds like a guy with a wow. V8. I don't, under his... I don't do any of that. No, I know. I redline my car once in a while, and Warren says it's the end of the world. <laughs> I did not say it's the end of the world. I like driving very fast up mountain roads. Yeah. Oh, I will say that I kind of will crash over bumps when I know that I'm going to crash over bumps pretty hard. <gasps> But I have a skid plate now, and I don't feel so bad. Oh, that is a hooligan pr- pleasure. Stainless skid, skid I did plate. some really shitty donuts the other day on the way to work. In your 944? Yeah. That's not a TSX? donut machine, is it? No, no. not really. No, it's neither is my E30. Well, it's, uh, it doesn't really matter the horsepower, but it just, it it's, does. it's uh, one leg, so. Yeah. It has enough power. It just like, doesn't, you know. I remember my first one I had was, uh, had the limited slip and it would actually do them. Dude, the E36 M3 was so good at it. Mm-hmm. I only did it once, but it was like so neutral. And the power was great. <laughs> um, yeah. I like yeah, driving off road. Yeah. In like illegal cars. Well, I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Typically that's in higher speeds than legal. Patrick Mann asks, why does it hurt when I pee? Several several reasons. Um, you should not be putting your penis in the exhaust tip of your <laughs> Porsche. Mm, that could be one. I don't know what car he drives, actually. I don't know. Do we have any doctors in the house? Uh, Kevin, I'll talk to him tomorrow. You need, we need more information. Actually, No pictures. And I think that's a podcast. That's definitely a podcast. These people got way more than they paid for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell a friend, write a review, yep. maybe listen next time. And Oh, hey, we were like top five for a little bit, huh? 
Yeah, Top we five were. on iTunes? Top five podcasts. That was Auto pretty cool. Podcast. I felt pretty cool. Yeah. Number 72 in Games and Hobby. Oh, dang. We're on the Games and Hobby Top Hondo? Yeah, we still are. We're uh, Today, we were like ninth or 10th. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. And we have no idea why. Well, it has mm-hmm. to be Sharkworks related, right? <laughs> it was even before then. It, it kind of yeah. was. Yeah, the the algorithm for iTunes is very yeah, and it's not very like tricky. That episode didn't really get more downloads than any of the others. No, yeah, the other ones were still showing better popularity. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe we're just that good. That's probably it. <laughs> I think that's it. All right, well, did you guys like my rubbing it in to Cam? Uh, yes. The rate. No. Like, I then didn't they started it. rubbing it into themselves. Well, we were right ra- because <laughs> I put that it was we were racing Camden Tub yeah. and Slip Angle because yeah. we were in the middle. Slip yeah. Angle was ahead of us. That was a great. And then later in the day, we actually got no. I wasn't sandbagging oh, at you all. Legitimately, that was did that? straight up. I did it when I saw we were in that what position. Timing. And I just saw that we were next to those two guys, and we're friends with both of the podcasts. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's perfect, like a little race. And what? then it just so happened that that night we went to number we blew five. doors. Race over. Although I've seen both of them at yeah, that's really true. high positions. They actually too, usually so rate higher than us. Yeah. Slip Angle usually. Yeah. They're, they're like deep in the algorithm. Yeah, they're like the worst podcast ever. <laughs> I think oh, Adam. someone was commenting like, and I heard they're communists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. See you on Sunday. Goodbye. Love you. Peace. Peace. photo you have to wait 1800 likes guys they got me proud of you <laughs> brian has not been happier <laughs> this is his happiest moment i don't always post photos so when i do no, i don't always post good photos <laughs>